at Alina Health. We care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Some people purposely try to sabotage your fitness goals because they aren't having the same success, while others might not even realize that their words or actions are having a negative effect on you, and they have become a fitness bully. My guest today is Jeannie Paris. She's a registered dietitian and certified health coach who practices with the Penny George Institute for Health and Healing at the Live Well Fitness Center at Abbott Northwestern Hospital. Welcome to the show, Jeannie. How do you learn to deal with people who try and force poor nutrition on you or poor choices? What do you do with those people? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I I come across this quite a bit. And, you know, I can think of probably several responses to that. Um, The first one is, you know, it's really okay to say no. And I, I understand that this is hard for some people, but if you really don't want to eat it, You don't have to. And, you know, a lot of people, I think they grew up thinking that, you know, their parents taught them, gosh, if somebody offers you food, you need to accept it. Like, it's rude um, if you don't. But, you know, as times change and we become adults, um, you know, we can make our own decisions on, you know, what what we want to eat and, and what we don't. And so, you know, I just really encourage people, if you don't want it, say they know um, that I could eat it, but I really, you know, am choosing um, not to. I mean, an, another thing, too, that comes to mind um, on this is that, you know, when, when people are interested in their health and wellness and they're wanting to care for their body, um, you know, even just telling people that I like my food choices, you know, to, to make me feel good, and if I eat you know, cake, or if I eat that donut, you know, I know it really doesn't make me feel good. Um, and then another thing that I, I think of, because sometimes when I talk to people, they kind of struggle with that saying no, or, you know, being a little bit more upfront. And so sometimes I just coach them, you know, if it's easier for you to just say, oh, I'm allergic to, you know, wheat, or I'm allergic to dairy, um, or whatever it might be, um, that is a good response that most of the time will just stop people from pushing food. So I'm allergic or I'm intolerant to wheat or dairy. Um, it's just a really good out for someone who feels, you know, just not quite as strong about, um, you know, coming forward with that no um, answer. What is really the term fitness bully mean? Um, so, you know, when I think about that, I guess it's, um, and, and I would think of it in terms of probably since I'm a dietitian, you know, a fitness or even a food bully, um, if you will. And I view it as somebody who tries to push um, their beliefs, okay, on to somebody else. So whether it's about food or whether it's about, you know, a specific fitness approach or, or certain exercises that you should be doing, you know, if you want to lose weight or if you're wanting to, you know, build muscle, like you should be doing this. Um, and, you know, the way that I look at that and, and really what we know and research supports is that there is not one diet, nor is there one exercise regimen that works for everybody. I mean, there's just not a cookie-cutter approach. And so 
um, you know, that can even be a good response to somebody who is, you know, trying to push, you said, certain foods or certain, you know, exercise routine is just that, hey, you know, I maybe that works for you, um, but I, I don't think that that's going to work for me. Or I know that doesn't work for me, you know, if they have tried it in the past. Now, even trainers can be fitness bullies if they try to get you to do something you don't want to do or, you know, maybe they're just talking to you a little bit differently if you're someone that has a little extra weight. Have you ever experienced that? Um, Well, I mean, not so much me personally, but I certainly have heard uh, some of the clients that I work with talk about that if they have worked with personal trainers and um, certainly you know, wanting them to do exercises that, you know, maybe they have had injuries in the past and um, know that, say, a physical therapist or an exercise physiologist has said that might not be the safest or the best exercise for you to do. Um, And so, again, I think it's a matter of, you know, really advocating for yourself and saying, hey, because of a previous injury or because of, you know, medical condition that I have, um, I'm not able to do that. I, I know that that doesn't really work for me or it's not safe for me to do that. So you really have to stand up for yourself. What about when you are your own fitness bully? Because we all, especially women, Jeannie, we, we negative self-talk ourselves oh. all the time. What can we do to get that out? Yes, we do. And, oh, gosh, I, I really see this every day. And I would say the majority of the people that I work with are women. And, unfortunately, there is... Um, a lot of negative self-talk out there. And so when I start to hear that from somebody or, uh, you know, somebody's aware of it, I think that's the, the really the first step um, is that awareness piece. And so if someone doesn't know, okay, that say she is doing that, um, it's just a matter of kind of gently trying to point out, you know, or even just repeat back to her what I just heard her say so that she can actually hear it and, you know, kind of ask, um, hey, you know, do you, do you hear, do you hear the, the negativity in that? Um, and so that's really the first step is just to become aware of some of that negative self-talk. And then um, I tend to use a practice that's called reframing. And really what that does is kind of help somebody to identify those negative, irrational, you know, thoughts or beliefs that they might have and actually write them down and then reframe them, in a sense, into more positive, okay, thoughts or positive affirmations. And I'm a really firm believer in I am statements. And um, another thing that we know is that the brain really works to prove a thought that we have. So if somebody is saying, I am lazy, okay, the brain is going to find ways to prove that's true. Whereas if somebody, okay, has an I am statement that says, I am fit and healthy, then your brain is going to work to prove that. And so oftentimes it's a matter of, having those positive thoughts or affirmations or I am statements that a person might not even 100% believe at the time. But if they can just 
start kind of running that through their mind and maybe even putting it on like post-it notes around places that they, you know, spend a lot of time just as a constant reminder, as they start to, to say those things and think those things, um, it can completely change, you know, their outlook and they can start to see positive things happen and focus more on the positive outcomes and be more solution-focused um, than problem-focused when it comes to whatever area of their health and wellness that they're wanting, you know, to focus on. What a great way to what a great way to put it. And I always like to say to people, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. So along those lines, and in just the last few minutes here, yeah. kind of wrap it up for us. And what do you what do you do or what do you tell people if they see somebody else body shaming somebody else? And if they're in the locker room and they see some women giggling about another woman, do you stand up to them? Do you keep quiet? What do you tell people? And give us your best advice about being your own best health advocate and avoiding those fitness bullies. And, you know, I think everybody is different. And so they kind of need to know, um, each person needs to know their own personality. And for some people, you know, it might be actually standing up and and saying something. You know, I would certainly encourage doing it in a, in a gentle and non-threatening um, manner. But just to even say, you know, hey, do you realize that it might take that person a lot of strength and courage, you know, to even get in a swimming suit and come to a water aerobics class or to even come to some type of a gym and work out in front of others. Um, Otherwise, if somebody really doesn't feel, okay, that um, they want to do that, I think it's just a matter of really um, kind of turning that within and just saying, okay, you know, I, I... want to make sure that I'm not doing that, you know, type of thing and, you know, that I want to really encourage and support people um, that I see, you know, here making the effort to, you know, either make healthy food choices or to, you know, just get here and, and exercise. And so it's, I think it's just that giving that kindness and trying to um, not pass judgment Um, On others, you know, we never know another person's story, and so it's just trying to have that, um, you know, kind and encouraging uh, demeanor. Really great advice. Thank you so much, Jeannie, for being with us today. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health, and for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.